Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today... It's Kyle McIntyre, that's me. The lovely Kyle McIntyre. We are coming at you live. Pre-recorded. <laughs> okay, Kyle. It's, it's life right now. Yeah, we're, we're living it right now. We're living the dream. You know. So, Kyle, what is new in your world? What's been going on? What's shaking? What's grooving? What's good? Um, well, you lent me a jazz master. Okay. You started something. Oh. Yeah. Um, I've been, uh, well, since that's your jazz master, I've been wondering how I could get one for myself. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking into either purchasing one, which you look at the price tag and you're like, whoa, that costs more than $200. Not well, for me. Well, yeah, you can just get a Squire, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could do that. You can just be Bill Squire. But I'm not <laughs> going to do that. I'm not going to do the stroke, Brian. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> everybody, everybody, you got a jazz master. If you don't know what song we're talking about, look that up. Um, and the word. <laughs> so jazz masters, um, I really enjoyed playing it. You know, I've always played Tellys, Strats, and, you know, Gibsons, but this is like a totally different thing, I guess. It just feels... I don't I don't I don't know what it is about it, but I really like the way the jazz match that you lent me feels. And what 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 is that, by the way? What model is that? It is a American reissue of a nineteen sixty two jazz master. So not the one everybody likes. Well, we can get into that a different day. But it is a it's damn good. It's a damn, I like it. damn good jazz master. It feels good. It has a totally different feel than my other guitars. I um yeah, you had hit me up. You're like, okay, you had like, oh, looked at Warmoth of trying to build one or whatever. Yeah. And you like sent me pictures. I'm like, oh, well, why don't you just borrow mine? And yeah. like, because not that I don't like it. I'm just haven't been playing it a lot recently. Yeah. Like recently, when I want to just like grab a guitar and play, I usually grab one of my Evertune guitars because I'm like, I don't have to tune it. Yeah. So I've been looking at Warmoth, you know, doing their, you know, custom build and seeing what you know, what crazy things you can do either with transparent color, you know, there's the transparent stains or the solid colors or. Yeah. Um, but then I'm like, okay, what if I just buy a loaded, you know, body yeah. on reverb or, or eBay. And, you know, I think I'll probably just buy one, but I'll maybe just, I don't know. I, I want to customize it too, but. Yeah, I mean... So maybe... I don't know. I really don't know what I'm doing, but... But you're, you're liking Jazz Masters. Jazz really, Masters is your, th- your thing. Yeah, because I... Because you have I've that... You have before, and I thought that, that was like... And it's just like... Yeah, I have that one that you've... That I've held on to. It's still yours, but I'm I'm still gonna... You're gonna let me customize it. Yeah. It's gonna take a heat gun, take all that fucking finish off. Yeah, light on fire. <laughs> We're like, uh-oh! <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I used to have... Uh, a Fender uh, Tele a long time ago, back in like oh four, five maybe. Yeah, oh four, and sold that, and didn't have a guitar for the longest time. Um, and then I have this other Tele that Brian's lent lent me, and then this Jazzmaster is just game changer. I think it really it's it's kind of brought me back into playing more like guitar because to play bass by yourself just I mean. Yeah, kind of suck. <laughs> it's kind of need drums. You need because I think for me at least, I like to fill in stuff and yeah, and I don't really write music on a bass. Mm-hmm. You know, either it's 
keys, piano, or on like acoustic guitar. Yeah. So. No, that's really cool. So, I mean, it's just been kind of sitting on my guitar stand. And when you, you know, texted me all these pictures, like, oh, I'm looking, you know, thinking about a jazz master. I'm like, just use mine that I'm not <laughs> not using right now. So I at least it's getting some use. Not that I'm like looking to get rid of it anytime soon. You know. I meant to ask you how old those strings were, by the way. They're really old. Yeah, I probably should get some new ones. Uh, Yeah, and they're... I'll probably get tetanus or something. They're 10s, and they're set up for standard right now. Mm-hmm. Probably some 11s would be good. Yeah. But no, I mean, it, it's a great guitar. I love it. And it's just kind of a thing that I'm like, oh, currently it's just... It's a it's not my go-to grab guitar, just because I'm like... I'm in, I'm in the humbucker mood right now. So Jazz Master Single Coils, they, you know, they don't really fill in all the gaps that, you know, I'm looking for when I'm playing. Yeah. At least when I'm just you know jamming. So how's the switcher on that work? So it's like middle has both pickups going, right? Yeah. So it's like a fender, and it's that like, makes it a hum, not a humbucker, but they're hum canceling. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that it yeah. was like yeah. You turn it it's because they're single coils, and when you put yeah. both single coils on, it's like a humbucker. How humbucker is pretty? Much, I think and now people can correct me if I'm wrong. They're like two single coils in a humbucker, and they're both like well, coiled different ways so that uh-huh. they. Cancel out any yeah, cancel you know any uh, noise signal that co- that like uh, interruption or uh, interference. Yeah. So when you put it in the middle, and that's one of the, my favorite settings on a Jazzmaster to put them both pickups on because I'm like, yeah. oh, it's just like a, it's like sound. a fuller sound. Yeah, it's like a sound that I've Warm. never been able to get out of a Tele or Strat or Les Paul. So to me, I'm like, oh, it's a really cool guitar just for that alone. And then uh, the Jazz Circuit is fucking garbage. I never use that. It sounds like just like, <laughs> and it's like, and that's the part that's on the top. Yeah, it's that little, the small switch. Yeah, I, saw, I tried mess with that earlier today, and it just nothing sounds good. On that. No, I think that's the jazz circuit. It's and I'm like, that's yeah. the jazz of the jazz master. Yeah, it just should be a master. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'm glad you're digging it. I'm glad yeah. you're playing more. Whatever it gets, you know, whatever you know gets the kids playing more. Whatever guitar. makes you happy. If it makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> If it makes you there, you happy. go. <laughs> Lots of singing on this one already. Okay, so I mean, you know, that's cool. And that's what I'm like. Okay, if it gets you playing more, you know, that's good because it's better than just sitting on my fucking stand collecting dust. All right. Well, we want to cover our first topic here, or you could, or I could talk about me some more <laughs> about like bouncing my beer. way, motherfucker. Oh, gotcha. So. <laughs> Brian, how are you? What are, what are you up to? I'm good. Um, so I just recently picked up a new pedal. I'm just like new pedals all damn day. I um, get? got a new wah pedal. So I'm on like a wah journey. Like I never thought I would be like really interested in wah pedals until like found how useful they are for live. Cause you can, you know, just kind of throw them in and do like some weird shit with delays and stuff like that. Just start doing like maybe tremolo picking with chords and kind of like, you know, you can create the dynamic yourself by your picking and actually like using a wall. I'm not like Kirk Hammity, all of my fucking solos and shit, but, or like a funk player that goes, waka 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 waka. I'm like, I, I use it in a certain way. And I like my wad. I wanted a wad that does certain things. I wanted it to be small because I don't want a giant taking up my whole pedal board. I wanted it to have like an indicator light or like, Something that I know it's We've on. talked about this before. It, we have. And I was like super stoked on the Crybaby 
yeah, five yeah, three yeah. five Q or whatever came yeah. out mini that was coming out. And like, you came out heartbroken when you decided that it was not what you wanted. I didn't decide. They fucking have a light LED on there for no fucking reason. It just, just to tells tell you, you if the effect. Yeah, like or push, the push this button to show that the boost is on. I'm like, dude, yeah, the boost. Yeah, we can tell that the boost is on because a button's pushed in. All right, all I right. We've know already the, covered this. People that have been like our diehard fans have already heard this, okay. and they're turning it down on their radios. Oh my right? getting, getting, on their... getting heated here, and I was yeah. like, okay, I was gonna take my crybaby mini and send it to JHS to have them mod it, and I'm like, oh god, dude, that's like an extra hundred something, hundred thirty bucks plus the pedal that I already bought. And I was like, oh god, and I was like, oh maybe I'll add, add an LED myself. Well, I'm probably gonna fuck it up. And then I was like, okay, so I have my fractal, and I run that with the TRS cable to the control. I'm able to have a wah block on there and use a mini volume Dunlop pedal to control it, um, the wah. And I can just cut it in and out on any scene, any you know parameter and preset that I have. It'll come in. But the thing is, it still has to be healed down. So when I'm playing, I have to like make sure I kick the heel down or else I have like a cocked wah on my whole setting. What? So my, a what? A cocked wah? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted you to know, like, it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you say it again? I'll kill you, the pervert. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not it. So not I, at all what I was talking about. Um, so it'll have like this effect that it's like a mid, you know, cue and stuff like that. Um, whatever. So with the Crybaby Mini that I currently have, it I can leave it on accidentally, and I don't know that it's on until I'm like, oh, I'm playing, and I'm like, my amp sounds like bullshit. I try and change all the settings. I'm like, oh, let me add some, cut some highs, and put some lows back, and I'm like. My wah's on. Shit, the show started. I need to change it all back. <laughs> and then, or with the other one, I'm like, okay, I just have to like always like know to like kick it back to heal down. So but why don't you just know? Why don't you just remember that? Because you know what? Because I'm stupid. How about that? Okay. So I wanted yeah. something that I found this wah pedal. It's the it's called a plutonium chihuahua. Oh, and, I see what they did there. And it is the size of a boss pedal. And it kind of has the same type of look of a boss pedal. You know how you kick it down. It's not like a you know foot switch, like a you know individual. Yeah, like a little yep. little button. It's like part of like part of the pedal that goes down. I think anyone who's listening to this show knows what a boss, boss pedal, pedal looks is. like. Yeah, it's like a and then it interacts uh, like a reverse wall. You push it down to get the higher notes and like let it come up. For the lower ones, you can kind of kick it like walk it like walk walk you know stuff like that. And I really enjoy it because one. It'll it's spring loaded, so it'll turn itself off. So you can kind of like go to town on your waz, let it go, and it turns off. That's nice. And it has a you know an, an LED you know LED indicator to let you know that it's on. So I'm like, and then it's you know true bypass or whatever. It'll run you know true bypass. It's so fucking cool. So far, it's ticking all the right boxes that I need. It's perfect. It fits where I need to on my board. It's exactly what I need. And it does like the wah settings. I can just go to town on my solos or whatever the bullshit wah, I want to do. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it's perfect. So I'm super excited about this. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I think this is going to be the wah for me. I've tried, you know, two, three so far, really. Like a full size wah just doesn't do it because it's just so fucking big. So you've gone through three a different, lot. three different styles, and I'm on my fourth. And I think the, this is the one that's so going to work out for me. You could call it another brick in the wah. God. Okay, that's <laughs> it for me. Let's bring it to the topic, huh? Yeah. You were chomping at the bit. Let's uh, you bring it up. We're going to talk about looping. 
And I don't mean just like looping effects. I mean like looping everything. So looping, looping your yourself. Pl- you're playing. Like, like yes. a, you grab a diddle looper or whatever the boss RC thing and you're going to loop your playing and you play over yourself and do that and you're that kind of guy. Yeah. So what what do you think, Brian, about looping? It's the uh, it's the in thing now that I've seen, or at least I it's like it's very well, I popular think with social media. It's like oh, this is me. I'm really cool. It's a very Ed Sheeran yeah. thing to do right now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a, he's dun, a he's a dun, po- dun, dun, he's dun, a popular dun, motherfucker right now. And people, you know, okay, the way I see it, it it gives people there's some merit behind it, but there's also like if you're a looping artist, there's only so much of that bullshit that I can watch. Sorry, you know. I'm sure people are like, you know, like, hey, I do that all the time. Sorry, this is just my opinion. What's well, fine? Like, it's fun to do, but there are other things that are fun to do that you're not supposed to do in public, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, Like, I don't know. I'm not going to describe them, but. In graphic, in graphic detail. <laughs> okay. So the, the, the way I see it, it's just, okay, you're, you're just playing with yourself. How about that? That's a that's, like, that's yes. a nice little little thing. That's how I see it. <laughs> yeah, and it's totally cool to do. But it's like when you glorify that, that's exactly what it is. It seems like you're kind of getting up your own ass of like, hey, let me just play two chords, and then I'm gonna do a ditty over it, and then I'm gonna do a, a do some percussion, yeah. add that in, and it's like uh, like th- you th- tap over the pickup or you hit the body of the guitar, and then everybody thinks like. That's so hard to do, man. That's so fucking epic. I'm like, no, eh. well, you know what's really hard to do? Getting a band together and getting those fuckers to fucking band practice. Now, Just to respond fu- to your text messages. <laughs> that's, that's a fucking challenge. <laughs> Let me tell you about that. And getting everybody to the fucking sound check. And that's a problem. And making sure that the guitar player doesn't have his hair spiked too high and is fucking too drunk before he gets on stage. You know, that is... That's you. Oh, yeah. There you go. You got it. Yeah. So it's... That's you. It's uh, it's a thing that I'm like, I'm, I'm noticing a lot nowadays with the, the youngsters, the kids. And now it's just like me, like, I'm like, I sound like an old... Well, you want to show off to your friends. Sound like an old fuddy-duddy. But to me, it's like when you're walking through like a downtown area, there's a guy doing that. He's a panhandler trying to get money from you. Yeah. Taking tips. Yeah. Just looping shit on the side, like the subway or it's like, that's all it's worth to me. <laughs> I don't know. Is a dollar. I think, I think that's kind of like we both, now this is just us ganging up because we both think the same thing. Ooh, I don't, I'm that, not, I'm not very impressed by it. So I take that. So if you guys, you know, the listeners out there, if you're very impressed by that, you know, tell us what, you know, why we suck and why we're wrong. But I've started doing that. I use a looper for writing. Yeah. I think it's really cool to use writing because I'm like, okay, I can get my chords down and I can figure what, you know, melody lines work over it and stuff like that. And it's a really good it's practice. It's good as a tool. Yeah. And and then, but you look like a tool when you just use that. Exactly. Hey, oh. But Whoa. it's, it's, I don't know. I don't, I, maybe it's just like because of the music that I listen to. Cause I listen to, you know, rock, I listen to punk and stuff like that. And none of that really uses looping pedals. None of it is like. Like, I don't know anybody who's like, oh, this is part of my live rig that I do that. It's part of like, you know, it's a pop thing. Because a lot of things with these artists who do that, they use a the same chord progression the whole time. Mm-hmm. Two to three chords, and then they're, they're just doing looping over it. And then they sing, and they bring their loop back in, and it's like, okay, well, fuck, dude. It's well, fucking and this, boring. This kind of ties in with backing tracks we've talked about before. Yeah, okay. 
Well, but they but create their own backing tracks, I know, which is a little right different. There. It's like like you're getting close and you're getting there. Yeah. But the, and they are playing them, which is cool. So there's the merit in that. Yeah. It is you playing and then playing again and playing again to actually, you know, everything's synced up, everything's in time, everything's, you know, in the right key. But when you do backing, you know, not th- we're not talking about backing tracks. We're talking about looping. looping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you, you like, you keep bringing this up. You don't, you, you hate it. So it's, it's a thing too. It's like, like it's us bringing it to, it's like, okay, you're a step away from the backing tracks. And which is cool because they are, like I said, they are playing them. So that is great because they, there is a certain talent to playing to yourself and playing in time and creating things on the spot and s- stepping your loop on, recording it, stopping it. But it's it, boring. It. Yeah. And it's, it's and just- And you suck. But it's really impressive to people who don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And people, it's becoming more of the norm now. So people want to become looping artists. People don't want to play with bands. They don't want to get together with their friends. They don't want to create music by accompanying somebody else. They don't want to feel the groove of somebody else. Yeah. They want to accompany the, you know, 16 If you don't want to feel my groove, you're lost, bro. I'm going to create my own. And, you know, (laughs) we have some friends who do that and uh, are- They're not friends anymore. No. He's he's a friend of the podcast, BJ. Oh, shit. He does that for his um, shows because he's like, well, I'm kind of the only guy, so I kind of want to add this to it. But he's like- I don't rely on that because he's like, guess what? Everybody's fucking doing that. And he's in the downtown scene. He's in the club scene where he's playing for bars and he's, you know, doing this for a living. He's like, everybody's doing it. So like, why do I want to be like everybody else? I'm just going to cr- create own me- my own music. And maybe every once in a while I'll do a chord progression and solo over it. And then, so um, when he brought that up, I was like, okay, I've been noticing it a lot more on social media. And you, it's just your barrage with fucking on Facebook and Instagram of these people who are doing yeah. looping. I'm like, God damn. It's like, it's really not that interesting. It's like, you break it down. It's like, it's just you playing with yourself. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm getting out of here. Yep. And there's nothing wrong you're with that. You're a real that. jerk off. Yeah. You know? It's just like, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You know, you're entitled, you know? Everybody can have their own free time and, you know, let out a little steam. But just don't yeah. just don't put it in my face. Yeah, just don't don't whip it out in front of everybody. Not everybody's as proud of it as you are. <laughs> All right, I think, I think we've exhausted think we're that, one. that one. That was just a rant. And the thing is, we both ganged up. If you guys, you know, have anything else to say about fight it, fight us. Well, first of all, make your own podcast. Oh, and don't then don't fight send us. A rebuttal. Yeah. yeah, you can. All right, uh, but just make sure to leave a review on our podcast. Yeah, first. before warn us that you're going to do that. Uh, okay, so. Well, I'll move on from that topic. Uh, and I think this one is yours too. Maybe he, is it mine? Well, yeah. All right. So well, this is uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, we kind of both hashed it out. I kind of, I kind of was thinking this one. You, you created the notion. Yeah. So we're talking about it now. We're gonna derail things. This again. is like more serious than our last. Topic. Yeah. The, this is gonna probably piss more people off and d- divvy up the whole yeah. fucking crowd. This gets all the way down to your childhood. No. So sorry in advance. PS1 or N64? Which are you? This is tough. Which team are you? Well, there are a couple teams, right? Oh, okay. Right? You want to explain those? or No, there's PS1 and there's 64. PS1 one? versus 64. Okay. And there's that asshole kid who's got both. Oh, God. And then <laughs> that the, lucky and then, son of a bitch. And then there's me as a kid who had none. I had neither. So I had all those friends. That's yeah. who I looked for in <laughs> <You> friends. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, great. What console do you have? You're like the Terminator. You see in your in your eyes, you're like, PS1 kid, N64 kid. Which is the one that had both? That's worth my time. <laughs> Yo, bro. You want to play some jacks? Oh, I got N64. I'm like, oh, let's just go there then. <laughs> you never actually had jacks. Well, you're yeah. hoping that nobody says yes. <laughs> okay. So 64 is pretty sweet because it had GoldenEye. Yes. You had... Danky I like King. Po- Danky King. Um... <laughs> Turok was fun. Mario, of course, was great. You had Mario Kart. Mario Tennis. Oh, my <laughs> God. Mario Tennis is so That's fucking... That's your jam. It's so fucking good. I'm good at that game, actually. Yeah, I'm good, really fucking good. Got a good rally going. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably do that. Fuck the podcast. Let's play Mario 64 <laughs> Tennis. Okay, and then there's Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. my God. Smash, you know, I never got behind Smash Bros. It's fun. Yeah. God. That's was it. never my... Here cup uh ps1 you had uh crash bandicoot oh those are that m- was the mario equivalent <laughs> yeah crash bandicoot and spyro are the mario equivalent i think yeah tekken you got tekken 3 tekken. oh yeah oh, those are good See, ones. on on te- on ps1 with tekken 3 yeah i remember you could pop open the cd tray while you were in while you you loaded the fight okay you're ready to go you know round one you know you're ready to go Pop it open and it goes into slow mo. All right, <laughs> so you're fighting your your friend in slow motion. Yeah, it was great because you know after makes you win, you, makes you feel like you're on drugs or something. Yeah. <laughs> after you win, after you you, you're you drinking pop it down those. and you're like, wow, that was really good. <laughs> you <drink. laughs> you, your 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 brain is like dropped. <laughs> you're just eating all those hot Cheetos and, yeah. ma- and drinking Mountain Dews, and you're with your you're friend. thinking you're like, so slowly at this point, like wow. Anyways, that was fun. Okay, so yeah. yeah, so now okay, we kinda like laid out the gauntlet here. Which one were you? Shit. You kinda were the one who had, you know, you were I'm I and both. I'm the third party. You were I and both. <laughs> which one was the one that was your go to? I if, would say if you, if somebody invited you to you know I'm not, hang out on a Friday to play and you knew this guy had a PS one and you knew this fucker had an N sixty four, you're gonna pick which one? Who are you going with? I would say probably PS because I'm not into like the cartoonish looking games. I, I, not that they're not fun. It just, I like the more realistic looking. So mm-hmm. I think PS always had more realistic looking games. Yeah. I think that's probably where I lean. Um, were you always into shooter games? Is that your thing? Or you kind of were just like. Yeah. Cause I, I played like, I did like PC games too. I, I played like Counter-Strike exclusively. <laughs> So I guess then there's a there's the the fifth kid who had a yeah PC. that's right I guess well, dickhead who nobody he doesn't have any friends they're all online they're all only. online friends <laughs> you were like 2018 yeah. before 2018 was a thing yeah everybody has an online friends exactly anymore. I don't even know Kyle I've never even met him before yeah we're not <laughs> even in the same room yeah we 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 are in the same band. I'm in we've, Nebraska we've never we've never met each other before <laughs> okay so so we but are you though. Yeah, I You're, was an N64 kid. Yeah. I had that, and all my friends had PS1, so I could never, like, you know, I, you know, we could never trade games, which yeah. is cool, because fuck them. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool for you. Yeah, fuck that, dude. But I always thought games were more fun on PS1, because it's like, I think all my friends had them, so we'd always, like, get together yeah, you and always play that. play your multiplayer games. Yeah, but there are were a select few, like you said, like Goldeneye. You could play that all yeah. damn day, and it was like, just like yeah, oh, literally until yeah. you stink. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're just, sitting, you're just kids sitting there all day. For 10 hours. You're you know, drinking you know, all sport or whatever it code was. Re- Before Code Red was out. A surge. <laughs> yeah, surge. <laughs> you're just kids. I'm like, you your, God, you guys. Your Capri Suns, maybe your Go-Gurt. Yeah. If there's any left. Yeah. And then <laughs> to me, yeah. So that was my thing. And, and I didn't get a PS1 until I think I was like 16 Something like that, you know. So it was at a point where it was actually a PS One, and people were like, you know, I got, I think I got it for Christmas or something. So like, and I was stoked because I got that for Christmas and a shitload of games because it was way cheaper than PS Two. Yeah, PS Two came out. I think it was even PS One was way cheaper. They're still almost, making them. I think which it was is, almost like PS Three was out at that point. That it's I got funny, a they PS1. don't do that anymore. Where they menu they make the new console and they continue to make the old console. Yeah, that was, it's like as soon as the new one's out, it's like it was a glory done. Days. So it was like throw that one in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, you know, uh, family got me that, and I was like, I got a shitload of games. So I'm like, oh, this is great, and all my friends were like, dude, we're moving on to PS3. What the fuck you got PS1 for? Because I'm like, I got all these games, bro. So I was like, caught up on my Crash Bandicoots, all three of them, knocked them all out of the park. Great fucking game. <laughs> Spyro, all those, and I'm like, man, I was just like, killing it. And I was like, I was like years behind everybody else, but I was like, oh, dude, I got a PS1. I'm like, dude, you, you're fucking <laughs> you're way Playing, behind. Was well, it Medieval? That yeah, one? those are those are all fun games. So I was like, <laughs> but I was always N64. So that was for me. I'm like, okay, I, I was always into like the more cartoony kind of games. I was like, I that's I guess the, my only shooter that I've ever played was like really Goldeneye. I'm like. So whenever you play, suck at it. Yeah, I mean, no, I was never good, but I played it. Yeah. So whenever you guys like get together and play like shooter games, I'm like, I, I look at the screen, I'm like, oh my god, this is too confusing. Yeah, you I'm play gonna, Halo or you play? Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna throw up. Call of Duty. <laughs> this is too much going on. Where do you jump on and get the mushroom, dude? <laughs> yeah, where's that secret box? <laughs> <laughs> where's the flying hat, dude? <laughs> where's the banana? I don't get it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Where's that penguin I can throw off the side of the cliff? <laughs> this bastard. <laughs> Just, yeah. Wait, wait. So, I guess that's all we had for that. That's it. So, well, I guess we're both PS1. No, I'm an N64. No, but you said you enjoyed playing okay, better. Well, okay. I heard you. Okay. Kay? Well, then I'm a PS1, I guess. So, you're the kid that wanted both but couldn't have. So, there's there's a sixth kid. <laughs> 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 we're Jeez. trying to make these categories to make them black and white but <laughs> okay <laughs> alright there's another to... topic right yeah I guess we're gonna bring it back to gear actually like that was an intense topic game gear Let's, yeah Sega game gear <laughs> or game boy you choose <laughs> that's next yeah that's that's next episode <laughs> spoiler alert okay so signature gear what are your opinions on that would you play somebody else's signature gear on stage? I think that's what we're getting at. Yeah, on stage, okay. Because I, because I, I guess it. Would you? Would you? Okay, two two sides of it. Would you buy somebody else's signature gear, and would you play it on stage? If I really liked it, yeah. I think it, we're talking it's about like guitars, pedals. People aren't going to notice as much. Yeah, pedals, amps. amps, amps. Amps. People aren't going to really notice. Yeah, I don't really know. I think a lot it's going to be mainly up to guitars. But what's going to Really, it's only going to be you who notices it's it's a signature guitar. So it's all in your own mind. Yeah, I think there's some that are like, I guess, could really stand out as signature. I mean, I would play this. Would be, I'd play like a Bill Murray signature. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> or like a Rodney Dangerfield. If he just signed your bass, you would play it. 
<laughs> no, that's I not mean, what like, we're talking about. No, here. like if if someone made one that looked like you know. <laughs> oh, if it had his face on the <laughs> no, <laughs> you could have that too. No, okay. If if a signature guitarist, instrumentalist, somebody who had a signature guitar, not like you take Bill Murray's face and you put it on a guitar. <laughs> oh man, you're confusing me here. No, okay. So from in, in my like, opinion, like, would it's you... cool to own. Mm-hmm. It's not cool to play on stage. I guess there's different levels, like a Mark Hoppus bass. Uh, but I think that's something where people would know. No, at least other bassists are going to know that you're yeah. playing a Mark Hoppus because he has like at least for his his newer basses they have different conf- like pickup configurations. Well, even the whole thing is completely different. It's a P bass neck With on a jazz, jazz bass body. Yeah. Bass body. Yeah, and then he's got the pickups instead of which I don't even understand. Really doesn't. Well, it makes the, it a little brighter, a little muddier. It makes the lower strings a little bit brighter. It makes the higher strings a little lower because it switches. It moves mm-hmm. the, um, you know, how a quarter pound pickup is like split. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, two magnets per, you know, yeah, these two strings and, you know, the bottom two strings are separated. And they're um, traditionally the treble strings. So like the uh, first and second strings are closer to the bridge. So that means they're going to be. A little more twangy, apparently, you know, because it's like yeah. less vibrations, stuff like that, and they're not as like much movement. Even like a couple, like an inch or so, an inch and a half is going to make a difference, apparently. So um, what they do is they switch them around, so they move the bass strings. So like the what uh, third and fourth, um, your E and A, they move that closer to the bridge, and then they move the treble strings closer to the neck. So it makes it a little more fuller on the trebly strings and a little more twangy on i don't even know if it makes that much of a difference but it probably yeah. doesn't he, he did it sounds like a gimmick to me okay so anyways signature would you play somebody else's signature gear on stage yeah no like if you had like unless it was mine okay yeah like i <laughs> but not like one i pulled off the shelf at guitar center yeah, like oh, the one man, that was uh, issued by the manufacturer. I'm a huge fan of like you know Green Day. I'm gonna have Mike Dern's bass. Yeah, I would because people that. would see that and be like, oh, okay, that's a Mike. Dern but w- so what about you? Because I know you've looked at signature guitars before, and you're like, I've owned a couple, and yeah. people can already guess of which ones I've owned, and I'll throw it out there. I've owned a Tom DeLonge signature Stratocaster. Uh-huh. I've played it on stage. I quickly sold it. Did anyone notice? I don't think so. I've also owned a Billy Joe signature Les Paul, which I sold and fucking regret because those ones have gone up in value a bunch. So um, I don't regret selling it from not playing it on stage. It's just I that one I never actually played on stage because I'm like, we're too much like I don't people know. already make a correlation between, yeah, with Green Day and us anyways. I think it's because your hair. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, and the way you sing. Oh my <laughs> That's how I sound to you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But so I just never thought, you know, actually playing somebody else's signature gear. When I was younger, I thought it was like, oh, what's the big deal? I'm a fan of Green Day. I'm a fan of Blink-22. And now I look at it and I'm completely different. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, well, play, think, emulate somebody else. Exactly. I want to be my I own think, thing. You know? I think as a musician, you want to be your own thing. You want to forge your own path. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I mean, I, like I create. I guess I I customize my own guitars. Exactly. Like, there's not a guitar in my arsenal that is stock. I guess except for my Taylor acoustic, but there's only so much you can do to that. But none of my guitars are stock. 
because like nobody can grab that guitar or like a guitar off the rack and make it like, oh, that's yours. I even had somebody, we played a show and there was a touring band from like, you know, San Jose. They're like, oh man, uh, my, my friend owns that same guitar. I'm like, I easily could have just let, let it slide. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. And I was like, I had two choices. I'm like, cool, man. Or actually. And you. And I chose. You the, pounded the actually. I, 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 I'm like, excuse me. I chose the dickhead mood. I'm like, actually, he doesn't. There's a lot of things with this guitar that he can't have. Because this has an Evertune, this is bypassed, only have a volume pedal, and I'm like, and I added this pickup, and he's like, oh, shit. I'm never talking to you I'm never talking again. to you again. <laughs> Every time we come to San Diego, we forget you guys. <laughs> okay, so I just don't see it as like, okay, like if you're really a, b- a big fan, or maybe if you're doing a tribute to these bands, that would be a great thing to do. Or just it's kind of just more of a fun thing to own. Unless I guess I don't know, and I guess I don't take a stand because I'm like, if it if it fits and ticks all the right boxes, then go for it. Like if somebody's guitar, I'm like, oh, I really love all the accessories that Eddie Van Halen adds to his guitars. Then you know that's you know works for you and do it live. I'm like, okay, then you know play it. Who cares? But then again, people are gonna see that. I'm like, wow, that's the Eddie Van Halen guitar because it has all the stripes and the 5150 things going on for it. I mean, I'd probably play that on stage. Yeah, play that. Through your bass amp. Who makes that now? Is it a... It's his own company, EVH. And EVH. I guess that's too. EVH is an amplifier. Yeah. It has his fucking name on the amplifier. Well, you, you'd play a, a EVH pedal, right? You would You would have the... the Was it the... It's not, is it a phaser? I have the flanger. I flanger. Don't play, I don't play it live, but I have it. You've played it live before? I've had it on my board. Yeah, and I've I think I've used it a couple times. But that's... I guess that's another thing. Pedals are a different type of story. Because it's like... People don't, I guess, no, most people don't look at your pedal board and think of like, oh, you have signature pedals, but I can't think of other, what other signature pedals are there? There's uh, Eddie Van Halen, he has his own. I'm sure there's a shit ton. That I'm just not even thinking of. Uh, or like where an artist has worked to make. Yeah, I guess Wampler does a lot of country artists. He, they have all yeah. their signature pedals, which I think are, I, I heard that they're pretty damn good. Like they're not just like, just because a country guitar player plays it, but they're like, kind of modded tube screamers with boosts and kind of like different parametric EQs and type of shit like that on the pedals. But it's like, you yeah, look keep at talking it. shit about Wampler. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he'll, he'll like put us in a post <laughs> he, or something. He's my bro, <laughs> but they make, you know, really cool pedals for like country players. And I'm like, that can work for like maybe punk or rock or something like that. But most, I think maybe that makes a, you know, like an aversion that people are like, Oh, I don't want to play that because it's associated with, you know, that artist. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know, Brad Paisley or Mason or whatever that guy's name is. Shit, if it sounded good. Yeah, if it sounds good, it is good. I think that's a big thing too. Yeah. And that's like... But then again, you know, like I think it really goes more towards guitars, you know, for signatures. Yeah, I think because you can have... I wouldn't want to play. I think that's where it stands. Like a signature guitar, probably not... I... Because that's, that's, to me, that's the thing that you're manipulating. You know, that's that thing is you. I think, yeah, I think we're both agreeing on on this, too. It's like we both have the same stand of, like, guitars. That's going to be a no for me, dog. But if it's, like, a signature amp, I, I would be okay with that. Yeah, we have a friend who plays a an EVH 5153 uh, amp. That'd be cool. And it sounds great, and it works well for him. So what he did, because he's like, oh, I like it so much, but I just don't like the fact that I'm playing an EVH. So he covered it with, like, like a really cool floral rose pattern. So it looks actually really good. And it just like, he didn't want to be like repping like, 
I'm EVH, bro, because he's his style of music is like he plays rock, emo, po- you know, pop punk kind of thing. And in a metal core band, so he's doing all these different types of groups. He's like, I don't really want to say like I'm an EVH kind of like jump. Might as you well might as jump. well jump, man. <laughs> so he kind of like, and I think that's kind of cool. So he kind of customized it to make like, oh, cover up the whole EVH thing. I reach down between <laughs> my legs. Ease the seat. Ease the seat back. Okay, so we're going to move on. We're going to do a, a You should cut. put a bunch of reverb on my voice on that part, Brian. I will. All right, cool. I probably won't. No, you so won't. we're going to do a cut here, and this is going to be our first segment of Kyle versus Pedals. We kind of alluded to it earlier, and we've talked about it on an earlier episode, where I gave Kyle a bunch of my pedals, and he's kind of, kind of, from, can we turn a plug-and-play bass player into a guitarist who loves pedals and effects? So this is kind of like our whole shtick about it. And we're going to do Kyle versus modulation. This is going to be Kyle versus pedals. Maybe we'll do this like every couple months and we'll see if you guys even like this and how it sounds. Uh, you know, enjoy the ride. Okay. Now we're going to do our new segment. We're going to try it out. Uh, Kyle versus pedals. We kind of introed it a little bit. I gave Kyle uh, some pedals and to him uh, to kind of do with it what he will and kind of fuck with them. But we're going to try and break it up into like a little bit more segmented, not just like, okay, just throw a bunch of pedals and have him talk about them. Uh, today we're going to be doing modulation. But I guess before we jump into each of the different modulations, we have a chorus, we have a phaser, and we have a flanger. But before we get into that, uh, Kyle, how are you liking it so far? How's uh, pe- pedals for you? Uh, I don't like tube screamers. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. They're great. Uh, tube, tube screamers are I'm having fun doing it. Uh, but the tube screamer, I think it's just not for what I've been doing. I guess it, it sounds like um, I probably need to crank it more, and for like you know gentle music, just like playing around, it kind of kills some of the the um, um, the sounds I'm trying to get. I can hear like something in the background when I'm running the tube screamer. I guess. It, so just, it, does, that, it, does, it running, doesn't blend well. Is that what you're trying to say? It doesn't blend well. Yes, and I've been running the the full tone OCD instead, and that's been working better when you want a little bit of a drive. Okay, cool. Well, I'm I'm glad you like that OCD because I haven't really. I bought it and I think I used it for like one track one time. So if you can find a use for it, you're gonna find a get me some cliff notes and figure out what you like about it and tell me what's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, you know, uh, what are some of the other ones, maybe we'll do a recap of what I gave you. So a tuner pedal, so blah, 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 uh, Tube Screamer, Mini, an OCD, Full Tone, mm-hmm. an EVH Flanger by MXR, Whirlwind. a Whirlwind Orange Box Phaser. Uh, we have the Digital Delay DD7 by Boss. We have the Carbon Copy by MXR, one of my favorites. That one's really that. good. I okay. like that one. We're on the same, cut from the same cloth here. I love that pedal. And then we have the Boss... Fender 63 Reverb, uh, Spring Reverb. That one is a cool one. Very good pedal. Um, so, uh, you know, and you got, you know, your Voodoo Labs pedal power, ISO 5. Good, good tones. Good tone. Yeah. Good tones out of that one. Okay. So I threw you a little curveball today and I brought by a chorus pedal. One of my favorites, a Walrus Audio Julia. It's a chorus pedal and vibrato. So. Today, we're going to be doing uh, modulation. So we're kind of going to uh, have Kyle run through 
these different pedals and effects and you know maybe we'll do something crazy at the end and just run them all just turn all the fucking pedals on just go for it but i kind of want to go through i'm like okay from his mindset of like okay he is a seasoned musician he's played and he's in bands he's toured he's you know recorded he's done it all he gets what it sounds good you know but he's uh coming at from at like a perspective of you know effects or more or less an afterthought. If they're there, they're there. If they're not, they're not. And so I'm like, I always thought it would be kind of a cool thing for the podcast. I'm like, okay, he's not like a new player, but he is new in this aspect. So let's throw some pedals his way, throw some guitars his way, and maybe his findings of what he knows, because he has a good mindset of what sounds good. So what he likes about these effects, where he could figure out where we could use them, if they're bullshit or not. Let's, uh, you know get his uh his take on these do you want to maybe just uh run through the pedals and announce what you're doing and kind of twiddle some knobs and figure them out yeah so i got the julia on right now i guess we'll just try that one out okay hey we have a the ocd and the delay and reverb maybe you'll kick them on and off and figure what works if not just so people know what's going on so have at it go for it adjust the rate a little bit maybe a little more depth what does lag do do we know uh it's the amount of modulation i kind of i think yeah, it's a the. There you go. <laughs> it's maybe a little bit less of that. You're like. Mm. It's the blend or the mix. Yeah, I, I guess. It's that uh, it'll bring it from dry to chorus to vibrato. So. Less rate here. That sounds really nice. So uh, yeah, one of the re- <laughs> one of the reasons I'll admit it, one of the reasons I bought the pedal is because of the artwork. But it's a really good chorus. And I find like it's has usable settings that kind of like even if you get to the most extreme. So if you bring it to like more of a vibrato setting with like all the crazy rates and everything, you crank it up, it'll be like kind of a cool effect. Um, you maybe try like a little overdrive on yeah, it. drive on it, maybe reverb or something.
So okay, um, let's uh, I'm I'm gonna try and drive you here. Let's uh try the uh phaser. With everything, or uh, you can probably cut it back. Just do a phaser. There we go. So uh, Kyle, he is. We didn't say it before, but he is running a Jazzmaster into an orange AD15. It's kind of like a Vox AC15, but like way dober sounding. So, uh, maybe give him your clean tone and then punch in the whirlwind. Sounds good. Which one's my phaser? <laughs> it's the whirlwind. Okay. The one knob. There you go. It's funny. You have this barefoot button on there. So you uh, can't even see. So Well, you can't really... It looks like a knob too. So I, earlier I was like messing with it, and I, I turned the barefoot button around. That's I'm like, a, oh, is dumbass. that the, the 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 demise of the barefoot button? This is all the, the way design on. flaw. A little too much. So this was a. Uh, how about some uh, inside baseball here, Kyle? He uh, said he did not like the phaser. My phaser did not like. This is my jam, so. Okay, I, I can tell that you you're it's not really your jam. Let's keep it on. But uh, my favorite settings for a phaser to use, I use it the old EVH style. Keep it on like a really low setting. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna not the flanger, but we're gonna keep the phaser on. Throw some distortion on. Punch that bad boy in. Punch your delay in to do some like swirly Hesher reverb, and then we do some reverbs too. And we're gonna do your solos there. Just like pentatonic all day. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> Basis. I don't have these two strings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we we fucked up. We should have had that the whole damn time. Every time, yeah. That should have just been your your go to riff. Okay. Well. uh well, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll spare you. So let's uh, cut cut everything back and let's uh, let's try the the flanger here. Um, so this is one that you uh, t- you do you took a liking to. So let's go the flanger. It's fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> 
See, that's, that's the thing I love about Flanger. It just sounds so fucking cool, but I don't know when to use it. We'll get into that in a second. How about uh, keep fucking with it? Maybe add some more... Uh... Is that the EVH switch? That's the EVH. That's why it sounds so good. Uh, that's, that's, my, that's my jam. I love just like pushing that setting. Okay, uh, for a second, Kyle, we'll, we'll do a break. But uh, what are the settings on that pedal? And can you refresh my memory? Because I don't remember. Uh, first one is manual, width, speed, and regen. What do all those do? <laughs> I kind of always went to uh, just pushing the uh, EVH setting, and that was it. Gotcha. That's the width. Okay, yeah. That's kind of like more modulation. Just regen. Oh, so, gotcha. So that adds more like... That's tight. <laughs> Okay, that that that's that's like a that's like a Mario jumping. Like he jumps on the bad guys. That's his that's his setting. Is right. Is that one? <laughs> when he jumps on the toadies and the. <laughs> that's Super Mario Three all damn day. I like it. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, maybe uh, let's throw a little bit of drive and some. Reverb on there. Let's let's uh, sweeten it up for the for for the folks. Maybe with the EVH setting. Oh yeah. This is with the carbon copy. Carbon copy OCD and the flan uh, flanger. Sounds pretty damn good. that Julia back on. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Uh, how about uh, before we get into a discussional about this, let's uh, kick them all on and go for it. Uh, even the tuner? Yep. No. <laughs> kick them all on and let's go for it. Just crank it. garbage <laughs> okay well we can cut it how about uh how about let's uh let's let's, let's end it out and then let's uh d- discuss them okay kyle so uh you did your uh, run through of the pedals there the modulations now uh wh- what's your take on them your chorus your phaser and your flanger we're not going to get into the like the specifics of which each one of them is and does to the sound i'm like this one is a delay by this much and doubles the sound. Like we're just like, okay, what do you like and what don't you like and why? The phaser's cool, but uh, maybe a mildly on, barely on. I think you start messing with that, it's gonna start killing my tone. I don't know. It, <laughs> I it feel kill, like it, it, there's too much of it there. You too, have to, too much. It kills yeah, the vibe. You have between, you know, you got to keep this thing at like maybe. I don't know, ten o'clock or nine. Yeah, not not too high. Yeah, nothing too high. Uh, the Julius cool. It kind of definitely adds a little more to what you got. But I, I don't know where I would use that. I this is my first day playing it, so thanks for throwing me through a loop here. Yeah, I, th- I had, to, had to throw a grenade at you. Yeah, no, but it's really cool. I like that. You know, there's more to mess with than if you look at the the phaser. The phaser is like one knob. This lets you adjust your rate. And how you know how strong you want your your sound to be, and that's what I like about that. And then uh, flanger is cool because you're EVH. Yeah, <laughs> that's you just the only thing. Kick that EVH. So I, I could. Well, I don't know where I'd. Would that work for bass? Uh, yeah. Some people <laughs> use flanger on bass. Uh, All right, I'm gonna have to try that out. Your boy Mark Hoppus, he uses flanger on bass. He's not my boy. He's not my boy. I don't know. He him. used to be my boy. We used <laughs> we used to run the same groups together. We used to be homies, but you know. Yeah, now we're not anymore. <laughs> um, what I thought was cool is you discovered some good sounds out of the Julia. Yeah. By just like kind of fucking with it. Yeah, just kind of messing around, messing and around with them. There are like extreme settings on that that you're like, okay, I sometimes use. I was using the Julia as like an effect. That sounds stupid to say, like an effect pedal. But I was using it as like, oh, I want it to be like a vibrato, like wah, 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 any kind of thing. Yeah. And I that's what I was kind of using it for. But it also, you can get some really cool chorus settings out of it. Because sometimes when you have a chorus that is just a one knob, it's just like, take it or leave it. And it's like, it's going to be bullshit or more bullshit when you turn the knob up. So that's what I like about the Julia. It's like, okay, you can dial in what you want. You can find it. So uh, the flanger I thought was kind of cool that you were you were actually finding more sounds out of it than I ever have. Yeah. Because I always kind of just click on that EVH button, which bypasses every setting and just goes to his own settings or his own style of like Unchained. Yeah, I sent, you like a, I sent you like a video of me just going to town on it. It sounded mm-hmm. like your Miku. Yeah. It sounded, Sorry to bring that up again, but you it know, sounded like your Miku. It was like, wow. I'll, 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 maybe I'll, I'll do a, a, a single pedal of bring... 
Kyle versus Miku challenge head to head. <laughs> like him just playing it and figuring it out. Um okay, cool. So okay, um so with all those said and done, if you had to pick I know these are just one of each pedal representing each, you know, category, but uh Flanger, phaser, chorus. Go. Actually, no. In the spirit of the podcast. Flanger, phaser, chorus. Bang, Mary Kill. Go. Oh man. Uh probably have to marry the chorus, bang the flanger, and kill all day. The phaser. <laughs> kill all day that phaser. Yeah. That's a bummer because I love no, it. No, I, I, I should have the... done this. Kill the tube screamer and threw you through a loop. <laughs> Why do you hate the tube screamer? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's cool. It's okay, just you're, not... you're, you're, you're Okay, whatever. That's fine. Well, I'm, I'm still, only playing like I'm, really low volume. I I'm think that's still, probably what it is. I don't know. I'm still team tube screamer. That's fine. We'll divide up the 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 band, the podcast. Yeah. Um, the first thing we've disagreed on. Okay, so cool. So, uh, you know, uh, th- thank you guys uh, for checking this uh, segment out. Hopefully you guys like it. I think it's kind of cool because it's like, okay, well, we'll get some actual guitar playing and some guitar talk on the podcast. I think the next one we're going to do is try and do some maybe uh, delay, Kyle versus delay. We have digital delays, analog delays. I have a delay uh, computer. I might give you my Fractal FX8 and you versus that. We're going to do some settings on there. It has like a screen on and everything. Yeah, that's like I don't a, even know. It's a computer you can stomp on. I'm only <laughs> so, I'm only good at those when they're Game Boys. So uh, we're going to do that maybe next. Uh, maybe tune in and we'll, we'll do that in a future episode. But thank you guys for tuning in. We are the Tone Jerks Podcast. Uh, you know, uh, thank you for tuning in and uh, we love you very much. Like, share, and subscribe. Bye-bye.